Hello, and welcome back to the Radiate with Rita podcast, your women's health and wellness podcast. This week, we're going to spend some time talking about what it means to actually be healthy because so many people are running around life thinking that they're living a quote unquote healthy lifestyle when they might not exactly be doing the things that are needed to support optimal health. Now, this is not the episode to shame you or to say, oh, girl, you need to be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. But this is more so for educational purposes, just simply because the fact that I talk to a lot of women in my DMs who feel like they're already incorporating a healthy lifestyle, but they're still struggling with a lot of health symptoms. And it's not just women in my DMs. It's even coaches, too. There are a lot of health and fitness coaches who think that because they're exercising, they're tracking their macros, they're mindful of getting enough protein in throughout the day, that they are in fact living a healthy lifestyle. But it really requires so much more than being on top of your nutrition and getting workouts in to be considered healthy. So before I keep going, I do want to preface this by saying that health and being healthy is going to look a little bit different for everyone, and that is okay. We all have different bodies, different lives, different genetic makeups, different circumstances, and we all have different physical capabilities, okay? So what one person is able to do, another person might not be able to do those same things without struggling with particular health symptoms, especially if you have a chronic illness, right? Are people with endometriosis going to be able to run around and do a bunch of HIIT cardio without it impacting their endometriosis symptoms? Most likely not. But there are some populations that can probably, you know, handle a little bit more HIIT cardio before it starts to have an impact on hormones and gut health. So what all is required of somebody if they are focusing on optimizing their health and being the healthiest version of themselves? So like I mentioned, nutrition and exercise, these are two very great things that can help you optimize your health, but they are just two pieces of the puzzle. Health requires so much more than that. One of the biggest things that I see a lot of people forget about when it comes to optimizing their physical health is optimizing their mental health. Okay, and kind of like I was just saying, it takes much more than focusing on your nutrition and exercising to be a healthier version of yourself. So many people just equate size and weight to health, but in the grand scheme of things, you can be a super leany beanie chick, shreddy as all get out for the summer, but that does not necessarily mean that you're going to be healthier than a woman who doesn't really have a visible six pack, okay? You know, we live in a world that spends so much time focusing on health and weight. We go to the doctor, the first thing you do, no matter what time of day it is, whether or not you're wearing clothes, no matter how many meals you've had throughout the day, is get on the scale and weigh yourself, okay? They don't take into account that you're fully clothed with your shoes on, the fact that you've had multiple meals throughout the day, and the fact that the BMI index is total garbage, and your doctors will have the audacity to make a comment on your weight and be like, oh, you're up X amount of pounds from last time. Even though last time you were here was first thing in the morning before you've had anything to eat or drink because you fasted for your blood work, right? Nobody takes these things into consideration, right? Every time you go to the doctor, you get thrown on that scale, no matter what your appointment's for. And, you know, that has kind of just instilled this idea in us that, you know, obviously our doctors keep asking us about our weight. It's the first thing they're looking at when we go to the doctor, like, 
your weight is very much so a big deal in the conventional realm and not even just in medicine. It's a big deal everywhere. Like every freaking tabloid you see at the grocery store literally has lose 50 pounds in three weeks or some ridiculous amount of time that is just completely unsustainable for life and health. And they're just making it look like it's this normal, easy peasy thing. Drink this protein shake that's going to help you burn calories 400 times as fast as normal. And you're like, what? Um, And this is just, this is how we literally get people so obsessed with body image and the scale and thinking that they have to be super skinny and super lean to be healthy. Okay. But if you're out here, you're withering away because you're eating a thousand calories and you're hardly eating like this does not inherently make you healthier just because you're losing the weight, especially if you're burning through muscle mass. And that is honestly one of the biggest misconceptions that I see in the health and the wellness space is that, you know, people think that rapid weight loss is a great thing. They think, oh my God, I'm losing this weight super quickly. I'm doing something right. This is great. I'm achieving my goal really quickly. But what they're not understanding is what it's actually doing to their body. No grown adult should be eating a thousand calories a day. 12,000 calories a day. Like you should not be eating such little food and protein that you're actually burning through muscle mass. When this starts to happen, this means that you are starving. Okay. When you are burning through muscle mass, you are actually like destroying your metabolism. You are impacting your blood sugar. You're impacting so many aspects of your health. We need muscle mass you know, not only for our metabolism, but to support our blood sugar, to support our bones, you know, women, especially as we age, our bones get more brittle, especially as our hormones change and having muscle mass can definitely help to support our bone structure. Okay. So ladies, I know it can be super appealing to be doing Ozempic and all of these other weight loss drugs that are going to promise you super quick weight loss results. But I want you to think about at what expense this is happening. What is it actually doing to your body? If you're losing a lot of hair while you're doing this, you're literally like your facial structure is changing. You don't have a butt anymore. Like people are literally losing muscle in their face from drugs like Ozempic. Like this is a big deal. And this is a sign that you are losing too much weight too rapidly and your body is not tolerating it well. You should not be burning through muscle. If you are burning through muscle while you are trying to lose weight, it is working against your health in all the ways that you think you're trying to help it. So you're probably wondering, okay, Rita, I get the point, but why am I actually burning through muscle mass? And the quick and easy answer is, You're not giving your body enough fuel and resources, and it has to be able to give your body the energy it needs to keep your physiological processes running. Like, you know, in order for your heart to keep beating, in order for your lungs to keep expanding, for your brain to work, for your digestion to work, for your reproductive tract to work, this requires calories. This requires energy that comes from food. If it's not coming from food, your body is going to start breaking down tissue and start breaking down protein to get the nutrients that it needs. Essentially, your body starts to feed off of itself. Yes, I know that sounds a little bit dramatic, but has it sunk in yet? Because this is how big of a deal this really is. This is not a podcast about 
about Ozempic, so I'm not going to keep talking about it. But this is just one example of how people think that they're quote unquote being healthy, but they might actually be doing something that is actually impacting their health in a negative way. Now, am I saying that every person who takes Ozempic is unhealthy and it's going to wreck their health? No, there are some people that are taking Ozempic that actually have a reason to be on it. They're taking it for insulin resistance. They're taking it for diabetes or whatever. But if you're taking it just to lose that last five to 10 pounds, I promise you there are other ways. And girl, I know this is not going to be easy to hear, but chasing that instant gratification, literally revolving your life around what you actually weigh is holding you back from fully living your life. And this is also not healthy. And again, this is why I mentioned that so many people forget about the mental health aspect of health because so many people just automatically assume that weight loss equals health, like I mentioned. They will ignore physical health symptoms that are literally screaming at them, letting them know their body is not having it because they are so dead set on achieving that specific aesthetic goal. And they really believe that once they achieve that goal, that they're going to be happy with themselves finally. They're going to love themselves more. And y'all like, you cannot shrink yourself into loving yourself. It just does not work that way. I literally have some super lean clients and literally like they're not happy with themselves. I've worked with women who were overweight that became lean and they never did the inner work and they got to their aesthetic goal and they still weren't happy with themselves. Y'all happiness runs so much deeper than what you look like on the outside. And I know that's so cliche, but it's literally so freaking true. And unfortunately, health and fitness coaches are not immune from struggling with this. They're not, you know, in fact, a lot of us do, you know, I have clients who are health and fitness coaches themselves, and I know they have their own struggle with their own body and fitness and nutrition. And just because you are a professional around this stuff doesn't mean that you don't get to struggle. It doesn't mean that your struggles are not valid. You know, when you are in the health and the fitness space, you are an online coach. You know, you kind of feel a little bit of this pressure to look a certain way. You feel like you have to look like all the other personal trainers online. You know, I know when I first started personal training, like I was looking at myself and I was like, dang, like I don't look like all these super shredded and jacked women on Instagram that are super lean with their little six packs and their big booties. I was like, like, I'm just not built that way and sometimes when you're a coach and you're in this space and that's what you're looking at all the time it can feel really really hard you can feel like you have to also look like that too so again we're not immune from struggling with these things ourselves even if we do have all this knowledge and even if we have been putting so much effort into optimizing our nutrition focusing on incorporating other healthy habits like drinking enough water and optimizing your digestion eating balanced meals, supporting your blood sugar, getting enough sleep at night, right? These are all general healthy habits that people can start implementing today to benefit their health. Like if you are not getting any sunshine, you are not getting any movement throughout the day and you think that just working out and eating some vegetables are gonna save you, I'm sorry, honey, but you're wasting your time. Health is so much more. It's the full picture. It's all of it. It's what you're doing day in and day out. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, it's gonna look a little bit different for everybody Everyone has a different set of 24 hours in a day. And yes, we all have 24 hours, but 
what everyone is able to do with that time is going to look a little bit different. So what we do has to be sustainable for our lives. And that's honestly probably one of the most important things when it comes to figuring out what's going to be healthy for you is figuring out what's sustainable for you. But most people, whether or not you're a health and a fitness coach can start off with some of those basic things that I mentioned, because again, if you're not doing these basic things, it's not really going to matter how clean you're eating. You can still be struggling with your health. Some other ways that people think that they are living a quote unquote healthy life is they're just eating a bunch of vegetables. And, you know, yes, we want to be eating vegetables. We want diversity in our diet. You know, they have a lot of nutrients. They contain a lot of fiber, but plants can actually be a little bit harder to digest than animal products and other foods. So for somebody who has a lot of digestive issues, giving them a bunch of plants and especially a bunch of raw plants might not actually be serving them. It might actually be making them sicker. So again, what works for one person is not going to work for another. But again, like, you know, you can't just be going about life like, oh, I'm just eating all the cauliflower and I'm eating all the vegetables and not be eating any rice and not be eating any starchy carbs and not be eating enough protein. Because again, your body does need protein. Your body does need starch, right? Women, we need carbs. We need potatoes. We need rice. Starchy carbs help to support ovulation and help to support thyroid conversion. If you want to have a healthy metabolism, which is crucial for more than just weight loss, you need to have a healthy thyroid. So we have to be doing the basic things that are needed to support our bodies in order to be healthy. And if you're just cutting carbs because Betty Jo over here said it made her lose 15 pounds in two weeks, girl, stay in your own lane, okay? Because just because Betty Jo is losing the weight does not mean that she's doing it in a way that's best supporting her body. And it definitely might not be the best thing for your body. Working out every single day of the week, all right? Exercise is super important, all right? We definitely do want to be getting in some strength training. We want to be building muscle, putting muscle onto our body because like I said, it has a tremendous amount of health benefits. But if you're literally exercising every single day, you're not giving your body any rest at all, you're struggling to recover from your workouts, like it's taking three to four days to not be sore anymore, then that's a good sign right there that you're not really working with your body and your body could use a little bit of rest. So again, just because you're exercising super frequently does not necessarily mean that you are healthy. Making all of these environmental swaps, stressing out about every toxin in your environment and cutting all of them out in the name of health. This might not also be working in favor of your health. If you're in a place where you're stressing out about every little ingredient and everything and how all these toxins are going to destroy you and wreck you. And yes, we should be aware of toxins because they're a problem. I mean, I made a whole podcast episode on this. So yes, you guys know, I think toxins matter, but if you're roaming through life, literally terrified of your environment, I want you to stop and ask yourself, is diving into the ingredients of everything really serving you or is it actually harming you, right? So again, there's kind of like a fine balance with everything, right? Yes, you wanna focus on your nutrition. Yes, you wanna be getting an exercise, but if you're doing the most with anything, right? Like you're drastically cutting out all the toxins and cutting out a million food groups, or you know what I mean? Like you're working out every single day, you're drinking a crap ton of water because yes, you can literally dehydrate yourself from drinking a crap ton of water with zero electrolytes. So again, another habit that we think is healthy 
that isn't really, really that healthy. So there's so many different things. There's so many moving parts, right? You know, it's not just black and white. And again, what everyone needs is going to be different, but we have to understand that there are extremes, right? Um, and we have to kind of be weary of these extremes because that's where the lines start to get blurry. And that's where people tend to kind of start to creep towards dysfunction, you know, whether it's hormonal imbalances, whether it's digestive issues, whether it's HPA access dysfunction, or it's a combination of all of the above. But again, a lot of how we view life, a lot of our intentions behind why we're doing the things that we're doing really depict our level of health. If you're training and you're exercising to punish yourself, to make up for the fact that you ate a bunch of pizza yesterday or bagels or sweets and treats, do you really think that that's you implementing a healthy habit? You punishing yourself, right? And then just disguising it in the form of exercise because it's quote unquote a healthy habit, right? So again, it's you're kind of your why behind what you're doing. If you are obsessively tracking macros because you need that constant control over your physique and how it looks, that is definitely a sign that you need a little bit more help with your relationship with your body, yourself, and even food. So again, it's going to require much more than the macros and fine-tuning your nutrition and exercising to be healthy. And I've said this 17 times in this episode, but we get so bogged down with you know, looking at what all the other people are doing on social media, copying them and thinking that that's all we need to be doing to be healthy without recognizing that we need to dive a little bit deeper. We need to look inward. We need to get clear on what our why is behind trying to get healthy. Are you quote unquote trying to get healthy because you feel like you need to look as quote unquote skinny as possible because being skinny is health? Or are you trying to get more healthy so that you can run around and play with your kids easier? So that as they grow up and as you age, you're able to keep up with them, right? And as your kids start to have grandchildren, are you going to be able to pick them up and run around and play with them? Now, when I think of health, that's what I think of. I don't think of trying to become the smallest version of yourself, punishing yourself through workouts and doing the most with trying to lose weight as quick as possible or throwing yourself into as many workouts as possible. You have to have that right balance. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to tap into what your body needs. And so many people are not doing that. They're just doing what they think they need to be doing to be healthy versus actually sitting back and asking their body what it actually needs from them. So many people do not know how to be in tune with their bodies because they're so disconnected from their bodies. They're overstimulated. They're worried about what all these other people on social media are doing. They're distracted by all these magazines at the grocery store promising rapid weight loss in an unreal amount of time. The TV, the media, the commercials, even the way freaking television shows and movies portray women and food like You know, have you ever watched a movie or a show and just like see women eating nothing but a salad or just like not eating at all? Like they've painted this as a normal thing, but this is not health. This is not healthy. This is not normal to just be eating salads nonstop all day long, to be eating nothing but vegetables, to be exercising every single day and ignoring your body's need to rest because of hashtag discipline. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but it is 100% not disciplined to make yourself go work out when your body is literally screaming at you that it needs rest and it needs more from you. So many people confuse discipline with obsession. And honestly, like I think that is another um, area where people think that they're living healthy um, on their health and fitness journey when they're actually kind of working against their bodies. I cannot tell you how many athletes I follow on social media that literally 
will show up on social media and be like, I don't care how tired I am today. I got my workout in and I'm so proud of myself. And yes, there are some scenarios where maybe you're tired because you've been sitting on your butt all day and you just really need to get up and move. But then there's times where life is heavy. Life is super stressful. You have a lot going on at work. Maybe your kids have been sick. Maybe you've been sick. Maybe you've been battling some other things that you don't really feel like talking about, but your body just cannot handle another thing. Throwing yourself into that workout because you feel like you have to go hit that fifth workout might not be benefiting you in the way that you think it might. So again, there's always going to be that fine balance. We have to sit back, kind of check in with ourselves, see what our body needs, right? Don't be scared to sit back and ask your body what it needs. And if you are sitting back and taking a moment to pause and this guilt and shame is creeping up, this is what I want you to sit with. This is what I want you to take the time to reflect on a little bit more. I want you to figure out where this guilt and the shame is coming from. You know, one thing that's really helped me is, you know, one thing that one of my therapists told me years ago is I'm somebody where like, I feel guilty over everything. Um, like, you know, just, just so many things. Like I can't even think of one thing right now, but guilt is an emotion that comes up for me a lot. And even when it's not really an appropriate emotion, but one thing I want you to ask yourself is in these moments where you're feeling guilty and the shame is coming up, I want you to ask yourself, are you doing something malicious to hurt another person? If the answer is no, then maybe guilt is not the actual emotion that you're feeling. You know, I know it might feel like you're guilty because you feel like you did something wrong, but you're not hurting anybody. You're not hurting yourself by resting. You're not hurting yourself by, you know, choosing a more sustainable and a slower way to lose weight, right? A way that's going to allow you to keep the weight off that you've lost. You are not going to hurt yourself by eating more protein. I literally was talking to a girl the other day and her doctor told her not to eat a lot of protein. Her daughter told her not to eat more than 60 grams of protein a day. And I was like, this woman is in her reproductive years and she is complaining of fatigue and her hair is falling out. She 100% needs to be eating more protein. So again, Going to therapy, diving a little bit deeper inward is not going to hurt you or wreck your health. I mean, it might be a little bit uncomfortable to dive a little bit deeper into where all this guilt and the shame and these feelings are stemming from, but this also allows for healing and healing allows you to move forward and get to a place where you're no longer controlled by the scale or controlled by what you think you need to look like or what you think you need to be doing to be quote unquote healthy. You know, I know society, our parents, all these people have set these standards as to what we should look like as to what health looks like, but you get to decide what health looks like for you. Okay. And again, remember we're all different. Okay. So stop trying to be like all these people on social media. Stop trying to look like the super lean little bitty over here who is not eating at all, who could very well be using steroids. Cause yes, there are a lot of people in the health and fitness space that are using steroids and they're not disclosing it. So we think they're all natural and they want you to believe they're natural, but they're not. So you got to take everything that you see on social media with a grain of salt, tap into what you know, tap into what your body needs, what it's trying to tell you because your body is always talking to you guys. So be sure to listen. Okay. So in summary, some of the ways that you can focus on optimizing your health from a, you know, general standpoint, make sure you're eating enough protein. Okay. Start off by eating a high protein breakfast within an hour of waking. Skipping breakfast is not only wrecking your metabolism, it's wrecking your hormones. It's wrecking your digestion. If you are a woman in your reproductive years, you struggle with endo, you struggle with period pain. 
intermittent fasting, skipping breakfast is not for you. Okay. Eating enough throughout the day. All right. We're not rabbits. We're not toddlers. 1200 calories is not meant for a woman who is in her late twenties and her thirties. Okay. Um, if your child is not eating and your dog's not eating and that worries you, you should be worried when you're not eating too. Okay. So do keep that in mind. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Get about seven to nine hours of good quality sleep and go for more walks. Yes, exercise and lifting weights is important, but so many people underestimate the power of just going for some light, gentle walks. All right, walking is a gentle form of movement that's not going to place a lot of demand and stress on your body. So even during those more stressful seasons, you can still lean into walking even when working out at the gym might not be the right move for you, okay? And then last but not least, okay, I probably missed some things, but you guys know the gist here. And if you guys are following me on social media, you can fill in the gaps. Work on your mental health. Everything stems from your mindset, okay? How you speak to yourself, how you talk to yourself, you know, what you speak into existence. Like you literally have the ability to control your reality. So if you're out here, you're calling yourself names all the time, you're calling yourself delusional, you're just being mean to yourself all the time. It's gonna be really, really, really hard for you to repair your relationship with yourself. But if you're giving yourself grace, hyping yourself up along the way, reminding yourself of how far you've come, right? Stop and take some moment to look back and reflect. Like you will make it to the other side and you're going to be so proud of yourself for putting in the work because again, you cannot be physically healthy if you are not mentally healthy first. Okay. So I spend a lot of time diving into mental health with my clients. When they start working with me, they have no freaking idea that we're going to be diving into the psych and mental health and the nervous system. But if you are wanting to heal your body, if you're wanting to, you know, balance your hormones, you are wanting to optimize fertility, you're wanting to heal your digestion, improve your gut health, you want to sleep better, you want to lose weight easier, right? And yes, lose weight easier. Focus on, you know, working with somebody who's going to help you address and figure out what specifically your body needs, because you can keep trying to do it all on your own, girl. You can keep trying to copy all these things that everyone's doing on the Internet, but it might not be what you specifically need. If you need more help figuring out specifically what your body needs or you feel like you've tried it all and you're struggling to balance your hormones, improve your gut health, lose weight, then you can apply to work with me using the link in the show description below. If you guys have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at radiate underscore with Rita. My DMs are always open and I'm always here to help you babes out. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode and we will see you guys next time. 